Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. Joining us now is Lynn Washington. He's a professor of journalism at Temple University, co-founder of the award-winning Multimedia Urban Reporting Lab. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, good morning. Hey, good morning, Solomon. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing well. Just trying to stay warm and um, trying to navigate these streets in uh, your city. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. I came all the way up from Delaware and didn't run into ice and Mm -hmm. snow Mm -hmm. until I got to Philly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, man. Um, It's like ice skating rink on some of these streets. Yeah. Yeah. I I try to follow the streets to where the septa buses were because the other ones were just ice. Mm Mm-hmm. And I tell I grew up in Pittsburgh, so this little bit of snow, you know, we just keep moving. Right. You know? Right. But, you know, hey, listen, I want to get back home without my car all banged up. I hear you. I hear you. Banging man. up somebody else's car. Yep. I was driving nice and slow on my yeah. way in today, you know. Um, and, you know, and, and you could tell us a little bit of snow. This, you didn't even have to dig your car out. Like, this wasn't you know, major, but everybody act like it was, oh, it snowed. You know, this wasn't a lot. It's a little bit. Hey, man, I remember going to school uh, when I was younger, walking through trenches mm-hmm. where the snow was, you know, and of course, I was a lot shorter mm-hmm. than than I am now, but the snow seemed to be like waist high, yeah. you know, shoulder high. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when I came down here to Philly area to live, you know, we're having a snowstorm. I said, what? This a storm? What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? This ain't even no snow. When I was born, my grandfather had to take me home in a sled from the hospital because mm-hmm. there was so much snow that it that the trolleys couldn't run. Wow! The things were up to the the snow was up to the windows on the trolley. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a so lot. That's why. That's why I probably don't want to move to Canada. It's too doggone cold. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Well, speaking of of America and and some of yeah. our issues, um, yeah. I want to talk about Nikki Haley because she pointed to her personal story as the successful daughter of Indian immigrants, um, mm-hmm. and said that you know America is not a racist country. She's the latest politician of color to do so. But in a Fox News interview, she took it even further, claiming that America has never been a racist country. Is she right? Uh, she's absolutely unequivocally wrong. Mm-hmm. Is the day is long. Let's remember that this is a woman who was the former governor of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And for those who care to know about real American history, um, the Civil War started in South Carolina. Yep. The persons who drew up the Articles of Succession for the Confederacy to leave the Union were from South Carolina. Mm. Now, she could talk all of this states' rights business, but what was states' rights about then and now? Mm -hmm. Well, let's talk about then. It was about the right of a state to continue slavery, owning people, Mm -hmm. and not just owning people, but owning our people, black people. Mm -hmm. So here we have yet another um, child of an immigrant saying that, uh, you know, I made it and anybody else can make it. Well, you know, black people have been making it all along. Mm-hmm. Let's remember that, the, you know, back in, what was it, 1820 or something like that, there was a, uh, a revolt against slavery. And it was crushed. 
But as a result of that, the blacks who weren't slaves were run out of Charleston, and many of them came to Philadelphia to live. So this is just, um, <clears throat> I gotta bite my tongue here because I want to say something to get you kicked off the air. <laughs> um, but, um, it's, it, it's a lie to say that America, uh, that there's no racism exists in America. And it's a big lie to mm-hmm. say that there, it has never existed. Yeah. When you look at different laws in South Carolina, man, that it, it was one revolt back in the, in the, um, 1700s down there uh, against slavery where, uh, they passed laws that forbid teaching slaves how to read and write. Mm-hmm. So Nikki Haley, <laughs> let's just say she's a sack of, um, excrement on this one, but why is she saying this? Because she's trying to placate the base of the Republican Party. Mm. She doesn't want to alienate the base by being truthful on race because the base is racist. So what are you saying? Mm. That there's no racism. When you are identifying with the racist in your own party. Right. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it absolutely a, is. Yeah. There's a great museum in Charleston, um, Black History Museum. Mm-hmm. And when you go through there, I mean, exhibit after exhibit after exhibit gives history of the racism in just South Carolina. You know, we're not just going to talk about the other states, but in South Carolina. So, you know, she's just perpetrating the fraud. There's one exhibit there uh, about a guy named Jonathan Jasper Wright. He was a black man from Pennsylvania, an attorney from Pennsylvania who went to South Carolina after the Civil War. Uh, he helped write the post-Civil War Constitution mm-hmm. for South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And he was the first black man to ever serve on a state Supreme Court. Mm. Now, when the white folks took over, the Confederates took over, government again after the civil war and the federal government refused to, you know, uh, block them from taking over again. Mm-hmm. They ran him out of office and the newspaper accounts, uh, from that day, man, I, I went down there. I was in the South Carolina archives, you know, decades ago when I was writing a book on, on black judges, they had a midnight session where legislators, legislators were actually going out on the steps of the Capitol building, offering to pay people money to come in and testify against this guy mm. so they could get rid of him. So you say, oh, well, that's ancient history. That took place in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. Well, a hundred years later, <laughs> when the first black female was elected to a judgeship in South Carolina, there was an effort to get rid of her. Mm. And the legislature held a midnight session. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. And they brought in, they brought in this woman's clerk, you know, one of her um, office workers. And the clerk said, well, she yelled at me one day because I didn't do my work right. Well, that was enough. We got to get rid of her. She doesn't have the judicial temperament. Mm. So, you know, this stuff just continues time and time and time again. And, you know, folks act like um, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Mary Mason used to have this phrase, you know, she said, don't, well, she didn't use the word, but she said, don't urinate on me and tell me it's rain. Mm -hmm. And to say that there is no racism in this country and that this country has never been racist is to urinate on us and and try to tell us that uh, what we know to be so 
ain't so. Yeah. And it's really ain't about us. It's about the white people who are racist and, you know, they want to you know, not feel that they are. They don't mm-hmm. want to be uncomfortable about, yeah. you know, the racial issues here. So, yeah, she's a lying person. Yeah. It's it's amazing to to watch her say that, given that she was governor of, of South Carolina and, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of the things that she did while governor of South Carolina in the wake of, I believe, Dylan Roof going into a church in South Carolina and killing non-black people, she took the Confederate flag off the Capitol. Now, mind you, this is in the in the in the 2000s. Like this yeah. literally just have y'all had the Confederate flag flying in your Capitol all this time. And it's a similar racism. You know that. Otherwise, why would you mm-hmm. take it down after this racist act? Right. And she's trying to, you know, big up herself that, you know, I took it down. No, you didn't take it down. When you ran for governor, you refused to take it down, although your state was under a boycott by the NAACP for refusing to take the doggone uh, Confederate flag down. And let's remember that Confederate flag didn't go up on the Capitol building until the 1950s. Mm-hmm. to give the middle finger to the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. That was racism. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. Dylan Roof shot those people at, at Mother Emanuel Church, what was it, uh, June 17th of uh, 2015, it was a big uproar, right? Mm-hmm. She did nothing with that flag. There was a black sister, I think her name was Bree Newsom. Yeah. She climbed the pole, took the doggone flag down. Mm-hmm. They put it back up. Mm-hmm. And it was only after national criticism about that flag being up there and then Republicans in the state legislature saying, hey, wait a minute. You know, we, we, we're we wrong. We got to get rid of this. They passed the bill. She signed it. She didn't lead the effort to get rid of that flag. Mm-hmm. So for her to say that, you know, I did this. No, you're uh, you're lying again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but, you know, they get away with that. And they get away with that in part because the media doesn't contextualize that. Right. They'll say, oh, yeah, well, she took the flag. No, she didn't. Mm-hmm. And you need to call her out on that. Mm-hmm. And if we got the truth time and time and time again, then you wouldn't have these problems. Yeah. She's saying that there's no racism. Well, listen, if you go to the Capitol building in South Carolina, in Columbia, and you walk around to the back, there's this fascinating outdoor black history exhibit where they talk about after the Civil War how there was peonage where, you know, black people were almost re-enslaved mm-hmm. by debt. You know, people would loan them money and then they would have to work. Or convict slave lease where they would arrest somebody for vagrancy and then lease them out to factories and, 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 and other people to make them work for slave wages. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff is right there. Now, you mean that you could sit in the governor's office where you didn't appoint a lot of black people through your administration? Mm-hmm. Ms. Racist, I got black friends. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't put none of your friends in office. But why didn't you go around to the back of the building and look at the history? Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So um, here we have yet another Republican lying about stuff. Yeah. But, you know, let's, let's not talk as though it's partisan. Mm-hmm. On, what was it, Monday, Martin Luther King's birthday, the wife of the governor, the Democratic governor of New Jersey, comes to Camden Mm -hmm. because they're cleaning up that place where, you know, Patrick Duff has been pushing to get recognition of a house where King left, well, planned and left to go to do his first protest in June of 
has refused to force the bigots in the Historical Preservation Office to recognize not only the Camden House, but also the Maple Shade protest site. Mm. So we have on both sides of the aisle people who refuse to deal with the individual and the institutional racism in this country. And that's what's objectionable. Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is, man. And, and you know, and it's one of the reasons I think that black voters are dissatisfied. I want to talk about that because um, Kamala Harris, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris, has um, downplayed some of the concerns about President mm-hmm. Biden's uh, diminishing appeal of black voters. Uh, but South Carolina Congressman Jim Clyburn says he's very concerned about Biden standing with black voters does Biden have anything to worry about? Oh, he does have a lot to worry about. He has a lot to worry about in terms of black voters. I think this notion that that, that blacks are um, going to stay away from the polls or vote for Trump has been overblown, and you know another another media um, um, conflation. But there are there is real concern, and like you were talking about earlier, when you know we look at billions that are available automatically for Ukraine. All of a sudden, there's more billions for Israel that already gets billions. Mm-hmm. And we don't get a slice of it. We don't even get the crumbs from the table. Mm-hmm. You know, and every day, well, we, we need to have some jobs in North Philly. Oh, we don't have any money. Mm-hmm. But you have millions for bombs to go over to Ukraine to fight Russia. And you got billions to, to for Israel to commit genocide in Palestine. Yeah, people are turned off. So, yeah, there is a real problem. And um, I, I just always wonder why Biden didn't do what Nelson Mandela did. When Nelson Mandela came out of prison and, and he became the first president of a post-apartheid South Africa, he said, I'm just doing one term. I'm going to straighten stuff out as much as I can, but I'm not going to be the politician that'll go on forever. And here we have Joe, who did a lot. I mean, he's done a lot. And, and, and some of the things that he's done have been a benefit for black people. Mm-hmm. But he needs to roll, man. You see that? You see how the dude walks? <laughs> he looks like he's like walking towards the grave, man. Mm-hmm. My fear is that come October of this year, this dude's gonna die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's gonna turn the thing into to a mess. So yeah, the Democrats got a real problem um, with 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 Biden, and you know there, there needs to be you know some real mobilization. But for People to say that I'm not going to vote for Biden and enable a Trump to get back in. Mm, mm, and it's not just a Trump, because a reelection of Trump is a, a empowerment of the Republican Party. Yeah. This week, you know, on your show, what have you been talking about? You've been talking about how the Republicans in Harrisburg have been, knee- or, you know, trying to kneecap Larry Krasner. Yeah. Who's trying to correct the justice system. Mm-hmm. They are PO'd. Because Krasner, you know, one of some of the things that Krasner's done is correct unjust convictions. Yep. Right? In your book, mm-hmm. you know, Ten Demands. I mean, you, Rasan or whatever, who, 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 who advocated for his own release from prison. Yep. He had to fight it. Yep. It wasn't the Republicans in, 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 in Harrisburg that helped him get out of that wrongful conviction. It was him. Mm-hmm. And, and Krasner's, mm-hmm. you know, Erased a lot of convictions. hasn't uh, hasn't done it for Mumia, which to his eternal shame. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> he's done a lot to try to change the racism in the system, and that's why they're coming after him. Yeah. So, do we want to empower those people mm-hmm. who 
who don't want to give a dime to Philadelphia. Mm. No, we, 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 we have to be more strategic. Yeah, we absolutely do. We yeah. we absolutely do. And and there's a lot, man. And, and certainly there's a lot to be dissatisfied with, but there's always a lot to be dissatisfied with. We fight an yeah. uphill battle as black people in America. Let's be clear that mm-hmm. that that is what we are doing. That is what we continue to do. And we fought it well. Uh, yeah. But, you know, to to be so bitter that you would go against your own interests. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's counterproductive. I do. Right. We always talk about how white people vote against their own interests. Yeah. Like the working class. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to to pursue this, I hate Biden, so, you know, I'm going to stay home or maybe I'll just hold my nose and vote for Trump. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> no. I know. You know, all of the people who we honor, Martin Luther King, you know, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks, they're probably turning over in their graves when they hear Negroes coming up with this kind of nonsense. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. That is, of course, Lynn Washington. Lynn Washington is a professor of journalism uh, at Temple University, co-founder of the award-winning Multimedia Urban Reporting Lab. In addition to his Temple degrees, Washington holds a law degree from Yale University. Lynn, as always, thanks so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 